is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to our program here on Friday, and we are taking your calls today. We had another one of our candidate debates yesterday, so we couldn't take your calls. So I know you have a lot of pent-up ideas and thoughts and opinions you want to share with us. So here we are. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what the uh, score of the mayors. They're doing well, and the game is getting close to being over. I'll tell you when it's over. And I'll tell you what the results are of the Mariners game. Go Mariners! Hoping they continue their wonderful season well into the postseason. We'll see how that goes. But um, I don't want to send you away if you're here. I want you to stick around and join us. Join our conversation. Whatever's on your mind, as always, 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And I, this topic was on my mind. As I started the program, and Randy and Bellingham gets us going to discuss uh, gas prices. Hi, Randy. Hey, Joe. Uh, way back in 1976, Jamie Carter wanted to end our dependence on foreign oil, and the reason for that was was uh, not because of environmental reasons, but for national security, and which still makes sense today. Uh, you know, what Jimmy Carter wanted to do was start then changing the alternate energy sources. That's why the solar panels panels were on the roof of the White House, which, of course, Ronald Reagan had removed as soon as he got in office. Uh, you know, if we would have just started way back then, we wouldn't have these problems today. And, uh, and uh, the other thing I wanted to say is that... Uh, the reason uh, there is absolutely no reason. There's reason for some increase, but not to this stratospheric levels they are now. Oil company profits are at record levels. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to lower gas prices, lower the oil company profits, and the reason for that is is the oil prices is like everything else in this country is controlled by a few uh, multinational huge corporations that control the supply and demand and what's available. Uh, from 1973 to 2015, it was actually illegal to export crude from this country, crude oil that was, you know, pumped from our our, our country. Uh-huh. It was illegal to, to export that, and there again, there was a good reason for that. In uh, 2015, that was changed by Representative Heidi Heidkamp, and I don't know whether she was Republican or Democrat, but anyway, there's a bill, and of course, they ended that with her for whatever reason. So as a result of that, we export 30% of our crude oil is exported out of the country. We also export 800,000 gallons of refined gasoline out of the country uh, every year. And uh, this is good. This is just crazy. So, if uh, you know if there's a shortage of gas, why are we exporting it out of the country? Thirty percent. If they kept that thirty percent here, that would make a big difference in pricing. But they want to export it because, of course, they can get higher price, even higher somewhere uh, somewhere else. You know, well, and uh, yeah, I don't know that. Um, I don't know that it's that simple as I understand it. It you know, oil, crude oil is traded on a, a, a world. It's a worldwide commodity, and it's priced based on what it's selling around the world, uh, and and not just. So I, I the, you know, the idea that you keep the oil that's produced here or that's pumped here that we you know comes out of the ground here in the United States we keep it here that that would cost less i i don't think that's how it all balances out but well it would it would because it would be an oversupply and when there's more of anything if it's not leaving our shores then it would be cheaper here but anyway the prices fixed by opec 
you know, on the world market for the oil that's produced outside of our country. Well, and the that's oil that they the produce, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, that they don't. That's, fix, you know, they don't fix the price, is, but they, 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 as we saw this week, they do their best to manipulate it. As they, you know, decided this week, OPEC Plus, which includes Russia, decided we're going to cut back on production to obviously cut the world supply and drive up the price again. So yeah. Right. And our good our good friends the, the Saudis who, you know, attacked us on nine eleven and for some reason we give them all kinds of military equipment and so on and so forth, you know, they just turn around and, and stab us in the back every chance they get. You know, I don't know why <laughs> why we want to play ball with them. That doesn't that's never made any sense to me. But Going back to my point, I think the problem with uh, with this inflationary spiral we're in and everything that's going on is is most everything in this country. We live in a corporatocracy where prices are controlled by these multinational corporations. For example, our food supply, uh, the meat, uh, chicken, beef, pork, uh, so on is all of that is controlled by just like three or four companies. And they set the price. They're monopolies. Uh, you go things like diapers. There again, I read there was a shortage of diapers, and the prices are through the roof, and nobody can afford diapers. Well, surprise, surprise, the diaper market is controlled by two or three companies mm-hmm. who set the price. Yeah. And then we go with the, with the formula shortage for babies. There again controlled by just a couple of companies. Mm -hmm. They set the price. They set the supply. You can go right down the list with everything we use. And then once it gets to the market, then the stores, there again, the retailers, the sale is controlled by a few conglomerates in the the grocery business, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is a solution to all this. I'm just not going to gripe about The solution is to... uh, is uh, is to show uh, throw the the money changers and the lobbyists out of our temple of democracy. Otherwise, <laughs> there needs there, there needs to be a ban on lobbyists. They they're allowed to write a letter to our representatives, but that's it. They have no business in our capital. That's the whole problem. And also to have publicly financed campaigns. Again, that's just another corruption. Our government is corrupt. That's why all this is happening. Nothing makes any sense. And we need to have publicly financed campaigns. There's no more bribery allowed, you know, which is what it is, you know, and and, uh, no more of this uh, corporate personhood where the corporations are allowed to simply buy our senators and pass these laws where they can have these monopolies and so on and so forth. So there are solutions. And uh, right. like I said before, in my opinion, Americans are the stupidest people in the world to put up with this. It doesn't have to be this way. All right, Randy. So, uh, that's my rant for today. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for your call. All right. All right. Bye. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, that I, I, when gas prices are at their highest, we uh, hear every time when gas goes sky high, we hear about the, um, the, the yeah, oil companies, big oil companies, making record profits. So something's going on there. It's not like they're just getting by by the skin of their teeth regardless. So they, and I understand the price of crude is going to affect the price of uh, the gas that we buy at the pump. But at the same time, how are these companies making even greater profits when prices are even higher for us? I mean, I guess do they just set their price by a percentage of? I mean, I, I do, I'm 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 in the dark as to how they set the price that they end up charging us. But um, and then you even see retailers, and I'm I suppose some retailers take a hit on uh, on selling gas because if you're a member of uh, you know some of the warehouses or uh, some of the you know have you have a have a uh, membership card with some of the big retailers that have gas pumps. You get your gas cheaper than you do at just the average, you know, brand name uh, gas station. So are those retailers, are they taking a hit on the gas that they're selling us? Or could those brand name retailers be selling it to us for that price? I, these are questions I don't have the answer to, but, um, 
Triple A today uh, just wrote a story. I just wrote a story from Triple A saying they say that uh, it's increased demand and it's uh, reduced supply right now as uh, the uh, refineries, especially here on the West Coast, are undergoing maintenance. So that's limited supply, limited their output. So increased demand for uh, gasoline from drivers. So that's driving the price up. But another another weird thing is that ga- uh, or that diesel costs so much more than gasoline. And I've talked about this with my brother-in-law. He's got a diesel truck, a diesel pickup truck. And, I mean, diesel doesn't take as much refining as gasoline does. And why is it so much more expensive than gasoline? Uh, it's None of this makes sense to me. Maybe somebody out there has an answer. We'd appreciate a, a call. Uh, let's go to the phones, and uh, our friend John in Ferndale joins us. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Um, yeah, well, Randy, as usual, is 100% correct in everything he says. Uh, yeah, it's market manipulation. I mean, the Saudis and the Russians, uh, you know, and the OPEC countries, they they want to squeeze every single penny out of us that they can, whatever the market will will bear. And that's why if we, like, we will always have to have uh, fossil fuels for, like, trucks, right? Uh, even though Elon Musk promised an electric truck, the thing is you would have to have so many batteries that in the in the truck that'd be, like, pulling it, its own weight. So we're always going to need that for, for, for petroleum, for trucks for aviation for jets things like that um but yeah it's it's uh it's definitely market manipulation they and uh if if we could get passenger vehicles you know if the price if we can get get the price down and there is lithium in the salton sea that uh that lake that huge lake lake bed in california i mean that is our source of future lithium and uh, if we could, like, cut, you know, drivers uh, using gasoline, and if they were on electric, that would, you know, because w- what we need to do is 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 cut our cut their their ability to ruin our economy and make their oil, you know, uh, uh, not as valuable if if not everyone's using it. Um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to to ask you if you saw uh, Dr. Fauci on Stephen Colbert. I did not the other night. No, uh-uh. St- standing ovation. You know he he is one of my heroes. I mean he he's just he's just amazing, and uh, you know I don't care what what people say about him. He's he's weathered the storm, and uh, him and the other guy is uh, Officer Michael Fanone. Who uh, was at January sixth? Then the the insurrectionists almost killed him. Right? They uh-huh. they tased him, and he had heart attacks and stuff. His book, Hold the Line, is coming out on October eleventh, and you know he he has a lot to say about about you know liberals who only like the police on January sixth, and conservatives who only like the police when you know when uh, any other day when it suits them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. but, uh, yeah, the, uh, the other thing, the last thing that I'll leave you with is the truth shall set you free, Joe. Right. And the truth is coming out about the secret service being in contact with oath keepers on January 6th. There was a trial, uh, there's you know, trials going on and the latest one. Yeah. This guy took a plea and it's, you know, they, the uh, well, uh, as I understand, it, it's it, he, very concerning. He testified that uh, one of one of his the leaders of his group claimed to have a contact within the Secret Service. I don't know, so I don't know that you can say the Secret Service itself was in league in any way, shape, or form with January sixth. But it's, I mean, maybe there was an individual uh, on the Secret Service who was connected or who, who somehow. Mm. Was in communication with this group. I I don't know. I but uh, it's a lot bigger than that. I mean, keep in mind that it took over a year and a half for them to turn over their cell phones and their texts were wiped. Um, the the uh, the right. closeness 
of that one head Secret Service guy who went to work for Trump. And and uh, yeah, anyway, I, I, I can't wait. And uh, until Trump is indicted and I don't have to think about him anymore. All right, John, now that, that'll be a good day. Everybody wants that day to come for you, for sure. We'll take a quick break. We got other folks on the line. We'll get right to you. And we want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind, 360-676-5464. Oh, and um, happy days. Mariners win 4 nothing. It was the final at game one of the wild card series up there in Toronto. Back in a moment. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. AirTech Heating is a premier Lennox dealer celebrating three decades of serving our community. They'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long. As a premier Lennox dealer, whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace, you can always count on the experts at AirTech Heating to give you an honest estimate on the best system for your home. Call AirTech Heating today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. You love what you find at Wilson's. Huge showroom, huge selection, great prices, and people that really know their stuff. That's what you've always been able to find at Wilson's Furniture, and you'll find it there seven days a week. Wilson's Furniture is where you can find everything from a single accent chair or a whole house full of furniture. Furniture for the bedroom, kitchen, dining, and living rooms. Wilson's has it all. And if you see something on the showroom floor you want, you don't have to wait months for it. If it's there, you can take it home that day or have it delivered. Not sure what you're looking for in a bed or furniture grouping? Unlike some big box stores, Wilson's has people that can help you find the perfect bed, piece of furniture, or grouping that will fit your lifestyle, taste, and your budget. Wilson's, open seven days a week on Pacific Highway in Ferndale and online 24-7 at wilsonshomefurnishings.com. you We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday, and we go right back to the phones, and we just heard from John in Ferndale, and another John in Ferndale joins us now. Hi, John. Hi, good afternoon. How's everybody? Very good, very good. What are, What's on your mind today? So I, I uh, just in general wanted to open up the topic of not in response to the previous call, just in general, they open up the topic of the fact that the findings around Hunter Biden and some of the what, what's becoming known to be true is a little bit disturbing in regards to how the uh, current president may have had some involvement, particularly not everything else aside from the uh, hiding of certain things or whatever, whether it's real or not. But most importantly, around the, uh, the alignment with China and China's protocols are trying to align in the U.S., and how particularly how the Biden family could be profiting from it and has been now, I think, coming to light that they, they've been involved. And I just want to throw that out there for the general community to think about. I'm actually a Democrat, but these types of things, they, I, I don't use the word triggered uh, lightly. I, I'm getting kind of triggered by all of this because it feels like traitorship. And I, I, I just feel like there's some level of God forbid another impeachment has to come around to our, our communities and our, 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 our nation again because it's getting a little bit passe. But this is, this is a level of traitors, uh, being a traitor and, no. and the, in their involvement. What I'm now starting to read up on, by the way, I have a job and a family. I'm not maniacal about this stuff. I just really started reading about it today. 
and then listening to the show, I thought, well, John, uh, okay. Yeah, well, you're more. Yeah, I'm, you're more than welcome to call in and and bring this up. I don't know that uh, that uh, 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 President's son's tax problems uh, directly, I, I guess, show that there there's traitorous activity occurring. Um, I and and I would say, I mean, the the. Uh, U.S. attorney who was in, in, you know, was installed by the Trump administration, uh, has been kept on the job, was not let go because this investigation was underway. I, I don't see where the, the you know this uh, conspiratorial situation is underway. But um, I, I think it's more about, and then parties aside, it's more about our nation, whether it's Democrat or Republican. It's more about the level of espionage. That's ha- that's basically being documented and not and going to sooner or later be brought to light, probably later in our lives, and written about. But I think in the meantime, it's it's hard as you as we all start to learn about some of these things. It's not tax problems. Let's let's not containerize. It is truly, uh, it is it's an amazing amount of deal structuring and uh, brokering of agreements. Continent, intercultural, uh, intercountry, or excuse me, between countries and economies that's engaged here, and it's not about taxes. It's not about drugs and prostitutes, all the stuff we know that's real, or it's, I guess it's becoming the light as well. That's where I think, and I'm I'm just learning about it now. <laughs> These are things like okay. I don't put politics into it. I usually think I think uh, logically about the fact that what's happening is nuts if it's true. It's beyond Kennedy. It's beyond Cuba. It's beyond all the other things. It's um, it's a major, major thing if it's true. What's go- what has happened or going on? What I think exactly the are you saying? Is this major, major thing that you're that you're reading about or hearing about? Specifically, uh, what's come about from the Bobolinsky story? The source that uh, was a business partner, and it's been roughly mostly denied or just not even covered. Uh, if you really dive into the the details of what's being discussed there, uh, and if that is true, then that means we are in a wildly different world than what we are today with our current president, family, and his son. Um, the dealings are beyond taxes and all the other things I talked about, and I hope it's not true. Right. I really do. Right. It's it's um, it's uh, we're from Ukraine and oil and China and military uh, military agreements and economical uh, manufacturing agreements by certain companies of ours have gone under and gone away, and other industries have moved to China, and all sorts of craziness that, if true, and if they profited from it, wow, it would be an amazing, amazing, uh, I guess, piece of history of our of our culture and our, our country, frankly, the world. Uh, it'll be something our kids read about, our grandkids read about, if true, and if actually brought to light. Well, I think we can uh, rest assured that there have been all sorts of nefarious plots and and uh, that have both been formulated and carried out and have benefited people and organizations and corporations. Um, there are all kinds of books that uh, I, that highlight what's gone on in in the name of profiteering. That's for certain. I don't think it started and will end with the Biden administration or the Biden family by any means. And no, uh, the history of that, the history of this is not my point. Uh, okay, I agree. All right. it's so, the specific piece of history of the last, but three the, years. Uh, well, you know, still there has to be there has to be proof this yep, ha- actually exactly. happening at this point. And, you know, Hunter Biden is back in the news now because the FBI has uh, forwarded uh, what it believes is evidence uh, to crimes related to taxes and making a false statement when buying a gun. Uh, forwarded that to the uh, the U.S. attorney. So now we'll see whether charges are actually brought. But uh, other than that, I mean, there's been so the much internet. said about how Hunter Biden, but you have to remember what much of the motivation is, as is in with with any political figure and any of these connections are, that are that are drawn or these assumptions that are made, and what is the what is the motivation there as well? And I mean, we've heard this about Donald Trump that uh, you know, the, the 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 
the uh, witch hunt and the, the constant investigations and that there's nothing to any of this stuff. And no, nothing about any of that. So you're convoluting the story now. The tax, well, no, the I'm, tax okay. I've learned, it's actually a source of income. Where's the source of it? When you start uncovering where the income came from, then you realize this isn't just a tax thing. The source of income to the multi-million oh. tens is, a, is from a, uh, an, an impeachable, supposedly if it's true, and, a, and probably a traitorship level of espionage that's been going on in that family since for a while. And All I right. hope it's not true. I hope okay. it's not true. And by the way, thank God this guy, this guy, our president, who I respect and revere, has finally enabled those folks with minimal marijuana charges to come out of jail. This is the number one thing he's done to benefit society since he's came on board. Yeah. Hands down, applaud him for that. It, it's just a shame that he was the one who also wrote some of the laws that put all those people away. But let's put that aside. The fact that he did that is a huge, huge benefit to society. Most of these people were fathers, workers, others. You know, of course, we have the, the others that weren't. But let's be really clear. This is a great day and a great week in his life, in his presidentship, and also in the history of America to let some people go for doing things that are now legal in states after they've been rotting for okay. away for years themselves. It's All beautiful. Right. All right, John, another John in Ferndale, an interesting call for sure. We'll take a quick break. I'll be back in with more in just a moment. Our phone number 360-676-5464. Are you on Medicare? Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. The Medicare annual enrollment period is underway. This is the time of year to review your Part D prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan and make changes for January 1st. If you need assistance reviewing your plan options this year, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. There is never a fee for our service and our friendly agents will be happy to assist you. When you want a project done right, you do it yourself. When you can't do it yourself, you call Honkoop Travel. The dedicated professionals in Honkoop have been serving the area since 1975. Since then, the company has expanded into a full-service civil contractor with state-of-the-art heavy equipment and GPS control capabilities. From drainage systems to large-scale site development, they'll do your custom projects too, turning your dream idea into a reality. If you need site work, you need the team at Honkoop Gravel in Linden or at honkoop.com. Just this year, Starbucks had to close stores here in Washington State because it became too dangerous to ask employees to work there anymore. Think about that. I'm Tiffany Smiley, concerned mom and veterans advocate, and I'm running for Senate because I've had enough of this crime crisis and the politicians that have allowed it to happen. Our communities have become less safe because for decades, reckless politicians like Patty Murray sought to defund the police, voted against funding to fight fentanyl and opioid trafficking, and gave stimulus checks to criminals instead of addressing the problem. These failures have led to shortages, inflation, and so much crime that you can't get a cup of coffee from the hometown shop, even if you could still afford it. 30 years in the Senate, and this is what she has to show for it? If Patty Murray won't do the job, I will. I'm Tiffany Smiley, and I approve this message. Paid for by Smiley for Washington. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. All right, back to the phones we go. And Rich in Ferndale. Oops. Did we lose? We lost Rich in Ferndale. Come on. Um, sorry about that, Rich. Give us a call back. Let's go to Paul in Oak Harbor. Hi, Paul. Hey, Joe. Can you hear me? I like can, John yeah. To say, You're on John the air. I say that every week. Can you hear me? Yeah, you bet um, I can hear you, man. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So the last guy brought up the Biden's releasing these marijuana guys. Uh-huh. They're in federal prison. When you go to federal prison for a marijuana charge, you've probably pled down from a much higher charge. And he's given a blanket. They aren't reviewing 
anybody's charges of how much they had, did they take a plea deal, There's that's just totally wrong. I mean, these guys that are in federal prison for drug charges on marijuana were traffickers. They weren't just the guy with a joint sitting down in the park in Bellingham Plaza smoking, lighting up. And the Hunter Biden thing, if that doesn't get fully investigated, that is the biggest travesty of injustice that this country has ever seen. I mean, he is as crooked as the day is long, and his father was the big guy. Tony Bobolinsky has all the data. He has text messages. He has metadata. He has emails showing that Joe was totally in on all this stuff with his brother, John, John Biden, I believe is his name, and Hunter was the bag man, and he was just passing the money on the pops. So if that doesn't get fully investigated, we, the country, are getting screwed royally. Okay. So All right. Biden's making some really, really, really bad decisions. And today he gave a speech, and the first thing he said is, I got two words for you, made in the USA. How is that two words? I, the guy is totally dementia-strained. He okay. doesn't have a clue what he's doing. Well, uh, first of all, just saying. I'll I'll just say that, uh, and uh, your your opinions are what they are. But Biden, what he said, people convicted of simple possession of marijuana in federal courts. Now, that could be someone who crosses state lines or is caught at an airport with mm-hmm. marijuana, that sort of thing. So. Uh, Take it, take that how you will, but that's what his his statement Most likely was. Likely, they've taken a plea deal. Is what but, they've done, and he's given a blanket. Okay, they ain't going to review this stuff. If you're in there for marijuana, we're not going to look back and see what the charges were. Whether you took a plea deal, we're just letting you go. And these these are bad people. You don't end up in federal p- prison for one joint in your luggage at an airport. That doesn't happen. Just Look, doesn't I, I don't happen. know. I, I've never been in that situation, luckily. No so, prosecutor um, right. in the country would prosecute for that. I, not, I not don't know chance. if I'd go that far, but I, maybe. I, there's some prosecutors yeah. that would, would push a pretty hard case. But All right, Paul. Thanks for your call. Hopefully Rich has got some good stuff for us. All right. Take care. Let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. Um, I heard a talk earlier about um, the U.S. exporting some some oil and gas, and I'm okay with that to some extent because I do worry about the stability of Europe right now when, you know, I I think there's kind of a, a debate argument between authoritarian governments and more democratic governments. And I think, uh, especially on the natural gas, I think if we can send natural gas by ship, LNG ship, to Europe, that could help. And it may mean higher somewhat higher prices here. There's, there is some difference between countries, like in Europe, of course, gasoline costs a lot more. Part of the problem in Europe, they do a lot better at conservation than we do. Their societies are built differently, so they're not as dependent on energy as we are. But at the same time, they don't produce that much over mm-hmm. there. So they need uh, – uh, I think some of it we really should – Think more about conservation. Uh, I can see why people think we should produce more in this country, but you, you know it takes a while to get production up. And uh, part of the reason why they say the oil companies are making big profit, but I think part of the problem there is that um, they don't want to invest in more fossil fuel technology because they don't see a future in it. So they're kind of holding on to their money right now. And maybe more government intervention would help to get that money directed towards solar energy more or something like that. But that isn't the system we live in right now, <laughs> at least. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I think we should 
maybe cut back on consumption. Like when Carter was president, he was talking about alternative energy, but and also trying to get more domestic production because back then global warming wasn't talked about. It was more that we were going to run out of oil, mm-hmm. and they were trying to get oil shale and all of that going, which they you know now we found out cheap ways to exploit oil from the oil shale. So it's not like we're, we can't produce it. It's just that now we're damaging the atmosphere. So like when Carter was president, we need to think about the alternatives. But in the meantime, we really do need to conserve more, I think. Yeah, and that's the way to, uh, yeah, to, to hit back at these countries that want to hold us hostage to their their crude oil reserves, in essence. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate your thoughts. Uh, let's go to Daniel in Bellingham. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Joe. How are you doing today? Very good, thanks. I think this uh, this stuff going on with Hunter Biden is very suspicious. You know, if you look at the timing now, we're coming up to an election, you know, and then we have two years, another big election. And I think they're going to drag this out for another couple of years, no matter what the charge is. I think he should be charged with uh, treason. I think uh, his dad should be charged with some kind of uh, treason. And whatever charges they do to, to uh, Hunter, uh, I think that uh, his daddy is going to pardon him somehow. And, uh, you know, the communist liberals right now are acting like they're doing the right thing. You know, by all of a sudden they want to get, you know, uh, do right by the law and, you know, uphold the law, you know, and it's a, it's a big smoke screen, you know, for, for what's coming up. I mean, uh, anybody could see that, you know, and then I just wonder who could pardon Joe Biden. I mean, could he pardon himself if he was to actually get charged? I mean, look what he did with uh, Ukraine with that, that person he got fired uh, you know, he was waiting for his plane to leave in the six hours. He said, SOB, right? He got fired. I mean, so these kind of games, you know, we have with this, uh, with the communist liberals right now, you know, it's really tearing this country apart. And uh, I think it's a terrible disgrace of what the FBI and all involved is doing to this great country we live in. It's a disgrace what they're doing. All right. Well, the FBI is what's been investigating Hunter Biden at the same time they're investigating Donald Trump. Uh, sounds like they're kind of doing their job, but all right. Keith, I appreciate it, Daniel. Okay, Joe. Thank all right. You. Have a good one. Let's go to Keith and uh, Sandy Point Heights. Hi, Keith. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Good, good. Yeah, I don't call in that often. I listen a lot, but I just... Uh... Yeah, I felt like I wanted to call in. Uh, I got three points. Get them written down here. One, the Oath Boys. I don't know much about them. Uh, they're a pretty extreme, extreme group. If they're guilty, okay, well then they're going to go to jail. Okay. The and let's get okay. the Antifa on the other side. Now let's give that a push. Oath Boys, Antifa, uh, push. A second one, OPEC. If I'm OPEC and I'm sitting um, in um, Emirates, and I'm thinking, let's see, what can we do? <laughs> let's raise the price, put less oil out, make more money off of it, extend our profits. Hey, why not? You know, I mean, we can raise the price up to 100 bucks a barrel, 120 bucks, put out less product, make as much money. That's going to extend us for another 40, 50 years, 60 years. Why not? What do we got to say about this? Zero oil. Number three, if I was going to drive to Everett at six bucks a gallon, hundred about from my house, about 140 miles, I predicted, six bucks a gallon is going to cost me 42 bucks round trip. Current prices, 565 a gallon. Um, it was pumped down the road here, which is pretty decent average price in in, in Washington, 39.55. So it's going to cost me basically 40 bucks round trip, Everett and back. And in 2020, at 235 a gallon, which I was paying, cost me $16.45. So why did we go from energy independence, shut it off, take the scissors, snip, snip? Why not just kind of squeeze the pipe a little bit instead of snip, snip? 
squeeze the pipe. I'm all for green energy. I love electric cars. I rode electric cars. I love them. They're quiet. They're smooth. Um, if I could afford one, and maybe I will, maybe I'll buy one someday. Probably a hybrid first. But why do we just snip, snap? Why not squeeze it down? Why are we doing this? We could be giving Europe LPN, natural gas, and they could be happy. We could be happy. We'd be sort of look, looking like a hero. We take the, you know, we get the um, the power back from to us, rather than giving it to OPEC or Venezuela or Russia or whatever. Okay. That's my point, and that's all, right. all I got to say. All right, Keith. Well, and 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 uh, maybe yeah, that's what we should be where where we should be is uh, if we can create that kind of a uh, you know, pull back our oil process from the the rest of the world and have our own cartel our our own group between us and Canada and Europe could is that doable i i i guess i would think we could do something like that but uh, the people that run the scene i they don't seem to be down with that but we'll be back in just a moment we got to take a quick break we we will hear from Rich and from John in Custer and uh hopefully you here in just a moment on KG Mike and X what's up well, it's what's down that's got my attention. Oh? Yeah, you know, look at that long snake. Snake? Oh, traffic. Those are cars. I know they're cars. I'm being metaphorical. You're weird. You want weird? What's the deal with the HOV? What do you mean? Well, what's that even stand for? Huckleberry, Oleander, Violet. Hmm, pretty sure you're wrong about that. Anyway, why isn't everybody in the HOV? It's moving and everyone else has stopped. You have to qualify for it. Qualify? Not sure about that. If I were a human, I'd ride that Bel Air Airport or shuttle. Look at it. It gets you to SeaTac quickly. You can sleep, look out the window, be productive, and it's in the HOV. Hey, maybe it stands for heading on vacation. You're a strange bird. Get to SeaTac like you're headed on vacation. Do it by air. Bel Air Airport or shuttle with eight round trips daily. Click airporter.com to book your trip today. Airporter.com. Tell them a little birdie sent you. Men over 45, do you have a frequent urgent need to urinate or a weak flow? Do you suffer from an enlarged prostate or BPH? Want to learn about alternatives to BPH medication and major surgery? How? The Urolift system. The Urolift system is an in-office, minimally invasive procedure. It reopens the channel with no cutting and provides rapid symptom relief with no new sustained erectile or ejaculatory dysfunction as shown in a clinical study. Call Bellingham Urology Group about the Urolift system at 360 That's 360-714-3400. Most common side effects are temporary and can include discomfort when urinating, urgency, inability to control the urge, pelvic pain, and some blood in the urine. Rare side effects, including bleeding and infection, may lead to a serious outcome and may require intervention. For more information, call the Bellingham Urology Group today with offices in Bellingham and their new office in Cedro Woolley at 360-714-3400 and online at bellinghamurologygroup.com. Did you know that many of your neighbors are struggling to keep food on the table? In an average year, Whatcom County Food Banks feed 3,500 local families weekly. Area food banks need your support now more than ever. The Feed the Need Community Food Drive supports local food banks. Team up with Industrial Credit Union and Cascade Radio Group to help fight hunger. A donation of just $10 can purchase $80 worth of food. Donate now through October 8th at Industrial Credit Union branches or online at industrialcu.org. Are you on Medicare? Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. The Medicare annual enrollment period is underway. This is the time of year to review your Part D prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan and make changes for January 1st. If you need assistance reviewing your plan options this year, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. There is never a fee for our service and our friendly agents will be happy to assist you. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday. We go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. Hi, Joe. How's it going today? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, great topic, energy and prices. And Randy started it off really good. And you had asked the question, why is diesel more expensive than gas? Yeah. Well, actually, right now, it's a little cheaper. It was I was at the Shell station a few days ago at Birch Bay and the freeway. And it was $0.69 cents more 
for gas than diesel. And diesel was 489 and gas was 559. I think it's because diesel is a more widely used product around the world and in uh, agriculture equipment, construction equipment, vessels, you know, all the ship's ferries. Gasoline is only used in passenger cars and light trucks, whereas diesel is used widely around the world. There's not a lot of different blends of diesel. It's funny that all the different states in the country have different blends of gas and different rules of how the gas should be refined. That's part of the reason gas is more expensive, because Oklahoma gas and Washington State gas are not the same gas. It's a different different blend. So I think that's part of the reason why they vary so much difference in price. Well, I, I'm seeing, uh, and what I've seen is uh, diesel costing quite a bit more than gasoline. Like right now, and I'm just looking at and, the AAA website uh, where they, they list the, the current average prices right here in Bellingham. Uh, diesel's averaging six thirty-one a gallon, while gas is five fifty-two. Wow, that's so, pretty wild. Three days ago, it was four eighty-nine at the Shell at Birch Bay Linden in the freeway, and gas was sixty cents more. Really? I know it changes quickly, but there is a big range in prices of fuel here from one station to the next. And I've heard theory that because we are close to the Canadian border, they the stations feel like they can charge more mm-hmm. because. You're, if you're going to go down to, say, Cook Road down in Skagit where it's a little cheaper, how much cheaper does it have to be for you to actually drive down there and, and get it? Yeah. Like 20 cents, 30 cents? You know, if it was 50 cents, people would drive down there. But 20 cents, are you going to waste an hour of your time to save $4, but you're going to spend that in the fuel? So exactly. because we're yeah. kind of stuck in a corner, they get to price it a little higher, and nobody will do anything about it. And they just Because they can is basically the answer. Right, yeah. It okay. sucks. All right. Well, also, uh, okay. Go one, ahead. one more thing, if you got a second. Uh-huh. Uh, we need a nationalist energy economy, not a global economy. We are paying the price for what happens in foreign places, and the companies that pump the oil are making record profits. If we consumed the energy we produce and had just a national energy economy, we would not see these big fluctuations from world events. And we, But we can't, you know, we've built the whole economy on a global uh, market so you, to change it now would be very painful in the short term but in the end it would be better for everybody stable prices other things don't affect us you know we're global economy is not that great we're buying stuff from people that have bad uh, environmental policy and we restrict our businesses here but over there sweatshop labor and kill the environment and it's okay well but you know, you have to, you can't deny though that a lot of producers we are an exporting state. We, yeah, uh, you know, we correct. make billions. Our uh, agricultural industry here in Washington depends on exports to China to and other Asian countries. And uh, that's so why I say do we painful. say no? Well, that's food. I mean, food and energy are not right. quite the same. Energy is oil, natural gas, gasoline, diesel. Yeah. Food, well, unfortunately, some right. food is energy because of ethanol, but. Right. We should. We've built our economy on that. We should have built our economy 30, 40 years ago on everything that we need. All right. But, okay, Rich. Oh well. Appreciate your have thoughts. A good day, Joe. You too. Have a yeah. great weekend. Let's go to John and Custer. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Hey, uh, I just called to echo the comments that uh, the gentleman made about uh, Biden's proclamation on uh, federal marijuana uh, convictions. Okay. So the, um, he talked about uh, plea deals and. Um, you know, I have to agree. I, I've had a lot of experience on the arresting end. And, uh, you know, the, the way it works is if you're smoking a joint in a state that doesn't allow weed, you won't even get to the federal system. If somehow you do, uh, the only way you're going to federal prison is if, you know, you're trafficking or involved in some other major crime. Um, if for some reason, and I, I I had an example where I, I wrote uh, the least penalty for federal prosecution for marijuana is a citation. Um, carries a fine and up to six months mandatory, which nobody ever gets. And the only time I ever saw anybody get one day, and all that consisted of was going from court to get uh, fingerprinted, enrolled, you know, in the system that you were convicted or found guilty. Um, so you don't really spend the day in jail. And uh, federal prosecutors, I don't know what the percentage is now, but uh, 
it's pretty close to 100% that they either get a conviction or a plea deal. Um, and it's the same across the country. They're, they're, they're not going to take a case that has the remotest chance of them losing unless it's uh, you know, too high profile. Right. So, yeah, I, I would say that all these people that are doing, uh, you know, time in federal prison, it's because they were involved in a bigger organization and gave up information to get the plea deal or they pled down, say, from trafficking to possession and got a year instead of a, a mandatory five or ten year, whatever it would have been. All right. All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate your thoughts there um, and your experience in that uh, arena. Let's go to uh, Michael in Bellingham. Oh, we've been having issues where we got a brand new phone system. So it sometimes uh, goes a little haywire. So if you have any problems, give us a call back and we'll try to get uh, Michael on the line. He, he said he has information on why diesel is more expensive than gas. And I'm hoping to get that. Uh, well, let's go to Chuck and Custer. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Joe. How would you know? Yeah, doing all right. Oh, I'm glad I got in. I, I I got to admit, I haven't listened to the whole show. I've been running around doing stuff and this and that. It's all right. But I heard you talking about gas prices, and I want everybody to know that as of January 2nd, our state gas tax is going to go up another 42 or 4 I, I it's either 42 or 48 cents. I'm not sure. My, my mind works crazy. But it's over 40 cents. We're getting another 40 cents piled on to us as of January 2nd. So vote how you want. Okay. Um, I don't know that our gas tax, I'll have to look up. What yeah, the, no, the it's gas going tax up. Increase is it could be, but as are you sure it's not increasing too? That? No, well, um, I've been wrong before, and I could be wrong, but I heard via some national uh, news outlets and some statewide news outlets that our gas tax is going up forty plus cents in January. So. All Just right. think about that. Well, uh, I'll take a look because I, I haven't really investigated, but I'll take a look. All but, right. Thank you, Chuck. All right. Thanks, Chuck. I think we have to remember, though, that the gas tax does pay for the roads that we use, and that's what it pays for. And um, that's where the money goes. It doesn't go into the general fund. As I understand it, it pays for the infrastructure that we all rely on for our transportation needs. But um, we'll see. Uh, and uh, I'll check and see what that increase might look like. I haven't had a chance to, to look at that, but um, hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Go Ams. They won today, and I hope they'll continue that over the weekend. We'll be back on Monday, 4 o'clock.